Chapter 48 After this, Joseph was told, Behold, your father is ill. So he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, and it was told to Jacob, Your son Joseph has come to you. Then Israel summoned his strength and sat up in his bed. And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will make of you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, as Reuben and Simeon are, and the children that you fathered after them shall be yours. They shall be called by the name of their brothers and their inheritance. As for me, when I came from Paden, to my sorrow Rachel died in the land of Canaan on the way, when there was still some distance to go in Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, They are my sons, whom God has given me here. And he said, Bring them to me, please, that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age, so that he could not see. So Joseph brought them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face, and behold, God has let me see your offspring also. Then Joseph removed them from his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand towards Israel's right hand, and brought them near him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was younger than the other, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh, crossing his hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn, and he blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys, and in them let my name be carried on, and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. When Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, and he took his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not this way, my father, since this one is the firstborn, put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, God make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. Then he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you, rather than to your brothers, one mountain slope that I took from the hand of the Amorites with my sword and with my bow. Chapter 49 Then Jacob called his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you what shall happen to you in the days to come. Assemble and listen, O sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, and the firstfruits of my strength, preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power. Unstable as water, you shall not have preeminence, because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. 
Simeon and Levi are brothers. Weapons of violence are their swords. Let my soul come not into their counsel, O my glory. Be not joined to their company. For in their anger they killed men, and in their willfulness they hamstrung oxen. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, your brothers shall praise you. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's cub. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He stooped down. He crouched as a lion and as a lioness. Who dares rouse him? The scepter shall not part from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until a tribute comes to him. And to him shall be the obedience of the peoples, binding his foal to the vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine. He has washed his garments in the wine and his vesture in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun shall dwell at the shore of the sea. He shall become a haven for ships, and his border shall be at Sidon. Issachar is a strong donkey, crouching between the sheepfolds. He saw that a resting place was good, and that the land was pleasant. So he bowed his shoulder to bear, and became a servant at forced labor. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent in the way, a viper by the path, that bites the horse's heels so that his rider falls backwards. I wait for your salvation, O Lord. Raiders shall raid Gad, but he shall raid at their heels. Asher's food shall be rich, and he shall yield royal delicacies. Naphtali is a doe let loose that bears beautiful fawns. Joseph is a fruitful bow, a fruitful bow by spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers bitterly attacked him, shot at him, and harassed him severely. Yet his bow remained unmoved. His arms were made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel, by the God of your father who will help you, by the Almighty who will bless you with the blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that crouches beneath, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of your father are mighty beyond the blessings of my parents, up to the bounties of the everlasting hills. May they be on the head of Joseph and on the brow of him who was set apart from his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf, in the morning devouring the prey, and at evening dividing the spoil. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel. This is what their father said to them as he blessed them, blessing each with the blessing suitable to him. Then he commanded them and said to them, I am to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field at Machpelah, to the east of Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field from Ephron the Hittite to possess as a burying place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife. And there I buried Leah. The field and the cave that is in it were bought from the Hittites. When Jacob finished commanding his sons, he drew up his feet into the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people. Chapter 50 Then Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were required for it, for that is how many are required for embalming. And the Egyptians wept for him seventy days. 
And when the days of weeping for him were past, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, I am about to die. In my tomb that I hewed out for myself in the land of Canaan, there shall you bury me. Now therefore, let me please go up and bury my father, then I will return. And Pharaoh answered, Go up and bury your father as he made you swear. So Joseph went up to bury his father. With him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his household, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, as well as all the household of Joseph, his brothers and his father's household. Only their children, their flocks, and their herds were left in the land of Goshen, and there they went up with him, both chariots and horsemen. It was a very great company. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, they lamented there with a very great and grievous lamentation, and he made a mourning for his father seven days. When the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning on the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning by the Egyptians. Therefore the place was named Abel Mizraim. It is beyond the Jordan. Thus his sons did for him as he had commanded them. For his sons carried him into the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field at Machpelah to the east of Mamre, which Abraham bought with the field from Ephron the Hittite to possess as a burying place. After he had buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt with his brothers and all who had gone up with him to bury his father. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph, saying, Your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, Please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear, I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. So Joseph remained in Egypt, he and his father's house. Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation, the children also of Maker, the son of Manasseh, were counted as Joseph's own. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being a hundred and ten years old. They embalmed him and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Hey friends, welcome to the Peculiar Podcast, the podcast where we are currently listening to the Bible every day in order to finish it within a year. My name is James Chase, and look at us, look at, we're at the end of Genesis. We finished the book. Dude, this is amazing. You should give yourself a pat on the back. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for joining me on today's reading. We have read through chapters 48 through 50 of the book of Genesis, and now I'm going to talk about some things that stuck out to me. I'm really excited. Can you hear it in my voice? <laughs> this is so cool. All right. 
So the first thing was Jacob blessing Joseph's sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Ephraim, Ephraim, Ephraim. I don't know. How do you guys say it? <laughs> so, so Joseph is bringing his sons to Jacob so they can be blessed by him. And he brings Ephraim in his right hand to Israel's left hand and Manasseh in his left hand to Israel's right hand. And I just think it's funny what's about to happen. Um, Jacob is partially blind. He can't see well, but he knows well enough that Ephraim, even though he's the younger brother, is going to be greater than Manasseh. So he puts his right hand on Ephraim's head and his left hand on Manasseh's head. And I just think it's funny because I'm reading it and I'm thinking about how um, Jacob being the younger served was was over his brother Esau, which, by the way, where is Esau in all of this? I mean, he's part of this family, too, and he doesn't even get to experience, you know, meeting his nephews and his great nephews. Uh, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I wonder where he's where he's at, what he's doing. Anyways, I'm not really sure how to describe what just occurred. I don't think that's irony, but it's it's amusing to me. The second thing was Joseph's interaction with his brothers after his after um, Jacob passes away and is is buried back in Canaan, which, by the way, is an amazing moment. Joseph and his brothers and his household uh, the servants of Pharaoh, they all go with him to Canaan to have his father buried. And I just think that's, I just think that's cool. What I find amusing though, is Joseph's brothers and how they act once they realize that their father's passed away. And so now they're thinking, oh, well, Jacob doesn't have to be a good little boy anymore. He, he can take out his revenge on us if he wants to. He's only being good towards us because you know, because dad was around and now he's not around. And so he's going to come kill us. And so they do this thing. And it seems like the way that it's written, it seems like the the brothers made up this story that, oh, well, you know, dad said, you know, don't don't kill us. So so don't. Also, you have to forgive us. That's what dad said. And I laugh. But on a serious note, I mean, these guys are scared because they're thinking about the justice that could possibly come their way. Um, because, you know, like I said before, Joseph, he was in the right, man, for, for what they did to him. Joseph had the power and the position to exact revenge in any way that he wanted. And Joseph responds to them by saying, do not be afraid or am I in the place of God? But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. And I'm just like, whoa, oh, okay. Um, there aren't too many people that I know that would handle things the way that Joseph did. But there's an important lesson in forgiveness that I and all of us need to learn is that we aren't in the place of God when it comes to exacting justice or taking out revenge on people. The other thing I'll point out is how Joseph says, you did evil to me. And I think we, we perceive forgiveness as excusing someone's wrong or overlooking it. But Joseph doesn't do either one of those things. He says, you, he says plainly, you did evil to me. 
And he shares that truth with them and he lets them know plainly, but he doesn't stop there. He says, you did evil to me, but God meant it for good. I think when we look at things from God's perspective, it allows us to do things differently, treat people differently. I mean, think about it. You have sinned, you have disappointed people and let people down. And when you go before God, whether you be a believer or not, I'm sure you're not going to want to go over those things at all. You're going to want God to look past those things and forgive you. But how can we expect God to forgive us of our sins and we're not willing to forgive anyone of theirs? And I know I'm speaking to a lot of hurt people right now, and, and I'm not saying any of this lightly, you know, like, oh, you better forgive them, like, you know, right away or, or else. It's, 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 it's difficult. I, I understand. But forgiveness releases yourself from that person's control over your thoughts and actions It releases a healing in your mind and in your heart. It brings freedom. There are so many more benefits to forgiving someone than there is holding it over their heads or seeking out revenge. I know it's not easy, but it is so, so worth it. Lastly, what stuck out to me is how God is over all of this. Um, Joseph, Joseph asked, am I in the place of God? And he certainly was not throughout this in his entire life. God was sovereign. God was in control. I mean, without any of this, you know, Joseph and his family, they they would have died. They would have, the famine would have came and they all would have perished. But look at God being in control and using evil for good. Now, what God didn't do was tell Joseph's brothers to be evil and throw him into the pit, which led to the Potiphar's house, the, which led to the prison, which led to the palace. He didn't tell them to be evil. Evil intent was in their hearts already because that's how we're born. We're, we're born to rebel against God and commit acts of evil. But what God does is uses the evil and the things that come against us for the good and for his glory as we can see in this situation. So I think it would be wise for us to look at Joseph's life and learn from him and see how he looked at things from God's perspective and apply it to our lives to do the same. I think when we do this, there is a peace that comes in our lives. We walk differently, we talk differently, we treat people differently, we move and act with compassion more often. So I ask that you would ask God for the grace and the help and the wisdom to see things from his perspective. Friends, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode, spending your time here. It really means a lot to me. Praise God for giving us the strength, the endurance, and the discipline to read through the first book of the Bible. Uh, We have 65 more to go. I know it sounds a little daunting, but we're going to get there. Trust me. I'd really like to hear your thoughts about today's reading. If there's anything that stuck out to you, any 
comments or questions that you have about anything that was said, please don't hesitate to leave a comment, a question, you know, anything at all on the video post at underscore Peculiar Productions on Instagram or Peculiar Productions on Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Peculiar Podcast, the podcast where we are currently reading through the Bible every single day in order to finish it within a year. My name is James Chase. Know that I love you, but Jesus loved you first. I'll see you tomorrow. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, and that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified.